Northeast Health, always the right direction. By Huggin' Molly's, frozen in the 50s, downtown Abbeville. By Harris Security, security solutions for residential, commercial, industrial, education, and government customers. By Mark Dunning Industries, one call takes care of all that garbage. By Action Buick GMC of Dothan, are you ready for action? By Troy Bank & Trust, the only bank you'll ever need, member FDIC. By Wiregrass Electric Co-op, proudly supporting the communities they serve. DSI Security, do what you say you'll do. And by Vincent Plumbing and Electric, make the right call, call Vincent. Now let's go live to the stadium. Here's Mark Stewart and Lance Griffin. Good evening, Wiregrass. Welcome to Backwood Field, home of the Elba High School Tigers for tonight's live high school football right here on the ball between the Tigers and the Providence Christian Eagles, just a few minutes away from kickoff. Lance Griffin in here along with Mark Stewart on the call tonight, and uh, we're in a in a city, Mark, that is used to winning high school football games. Absolutely. This is a storied program. As you walk in, you see all the state championships listed to the visitors as they walk into the stadium, and this is a great place, great atmosphere, and it's a hard place to come in and play. And, Lance, this is a huge game for Providence here tonight. It's not a region game, but they're 0-2 in region. If they're going to turn this season around, it's got to start tonight because it's a halfway point. They've really got to play well here tonight. And the injury bug is continuing to set up camp in Providence's uh, uh, practices. They get Jonathan Wells back, who is the left guard. He's been out for the last two games. But they lose uh, Tate Thornell, who's in the concussion protocol, and he will not be dressed out tonight. But the biggest blow may be Matthew Morris, the center. That young man had surgery today in Birmingham for his shoulder. He's out for the rest of the year. He's a two-year starter at, at center, and that's a big position because this is a compact formation. The ball's got to get to Jake Smith where he can handle it and, and quickly make his reads and uh, fake and, and hand off because there's a lot of misdirection in that. If he's got to go after lower, higher, to the left or the right, it throws those plays off. The other thing is Jake Smith has got to take – control of this team he's got to be able to throw the football they've worked on it a lot during this off week so that's helped them uh they've worked on getting his feet work under him and getting him aware that he's not rushing his passes which has been a problem and why he's been on the throwing a lot of them but but this is just a huge game for them to get this season turned around indeed it is and we we certainly wish matthew morris a full recovery and hope that that goes well but we'll be keeping an eye tonight on that uh, center quarterback exchange and how that offense flows. The center is such a big part of any offense, but certainly what Providence likes to do. That's a Class 3A Providence team coming into play a Class 2A Elba team just up from 1A, but don't let that fool you. Uh, Elba is a very, very good uh, the one blemish on the record to a very good GW Long team, but they really put some points on the board this season. Well, to put it in perspective, they beat off Off is in the region with Providence, and Off is a very good football team. We've seen them play against Houston Academy, so they beat Off. I believe they were over here when they they beat them, but uh, very good football team, a lot of tradition here. They're not the traditional team you're used to seeing. You're used to seeing a spread offense from them, but they've kind of lined up where they've got a fullback type formation an eye formation, and they want to run the football. Indeed, they do. Uh, we were there for uh, Providence and Northside earlier, Mark, where Providence put 71 points up, but in the other games they haven't exceeded 18. They're going to need to score, I believe, and maybe you agree with me, at least in the 20s to win this game. Absolutely, tonight. the high 20s maybe to win this game here tonight. Now, the good thing is both of them want to run the football. If they can do that, 
they can control the clock a little bit. Providence definitely needs to control the clock and keep Elba off the field. But, but they've got to be able to throw the football. They've got to be able to throw when they want to, not when they have to, and they've got to win first down. They've got to get positive yards on first down so they're not looking at that second and long and third and long. One of the handful of state championships won by Elba was in 1989, if I'm not mistaken. They beat Lamar County. Lamar County, I grew up about 18 miles from there, and I had a chance to see that game. I had never even heard of Elba. I just knew that uh, Elba was the team playing Lamar County, which was our school's rival. And I wanted to go and root Elba on whoever they were. <laughs> and I got well acquainted with Elba then, and uh, and they have such a great football tradition. And well, Matt Wood was a, a legendary coach here. The stadium's named after him, and so he spent a lot of years roaming these sidelines. Indeed. Uh, Elba, dressed in the home dark jerseys, will receive this kickoff from Providence. Providence dressed in their road white with the blue numbers. We've got a nice perch right here. It's good weather clear not overly hot it's a great night for high school football we're glad to be here and bring this one to you those of you that can't make it and maybe those of you that are actually here in the stadium listening to us tonight we appreciate you tuning in all right jeter has the team players counted stepped off and the ball is in the air it's a little squib it uh, hits a tiger about the 40-yard line. He'll fall on it there. Didn't want to risk that run back. Did no. Providence. They'll give the ball to Elba on the 40. Elba's got a lot of speed in the backfield. They had a lot of speed back on that kickoff as well. So uh, not surprised to see them do that little squib onside type kick. Indeed. Uh, let's see. Elba will get ready and line it up here. They've got a little bit of beef up front, but uh, Providence matches up really well. Them as far as size concerned. We'll see how the speed factor plays out in this game right now as the Tigers put two out wide to the right, two backs in the backfield, and a shotgun quarterback. No, the quarterback's under center. they got three backs in that backfield. Indeed, they do. Look at that. You're exactly right. It's a full house backfield. Quarterback is under center. It almost looks like a wishbone. They're going to throw it, uh, pitch it wide to the left, but the whistle before the snap, it'll be a dead ball foul. I think they're going to back Elba up five yeah, yards. Legal procedure on Elba. They looked a little bit out of sync they on that did. first play. They did. Uh, it never was quite uh, comfortable. I don't think any of the Elba players were, but it certainly looks like they want to use that um, running game and get it established early and get out on the edge. That may change now with the first and yeah, 15th that, that 35. Yeah, changes a lot of your thinking there. Providence has got uh, seven men on the line of scrimmage. The linebacker's in pretty tight. Here's a quick snap. It's an inside handoff, and it's not going to go anywhere. It snuffed out really well. That may go for a loss of about a yard. Iverson Lane was the running back on that inside handoff. Didn't work. Um, Jacquez Prince, the quarterback, he went to his left, handed off to uh, Lane, and it didn't go anywhere. And welcome back, Jonathan Wells. He was in on that tackle his first game back in two. Did a nice job of penetrating on that left side of the defensive front. Able to knock him back and uh, no gain on the play. I bet that felt good for Wells. Absolutely. Second, and we'll still call it 15 from the 35. Here is the snap. Fumble. And the ball is on the ground. And let's see. It looks like Providence says they have it, do they? They do. Just exactly what that. Providence needs. They need to win the turnover battle. And now they're 1-0. Second play from scrimmage. Providence recovers the Elba fumble. On the 36-yard line, that's where Providence will take. They've got to take advantage of this, Mark. They're they not going to get too many of these opportunities. Got to punch this in. Not a bad place to go deep on the first play and see if you can't catch them napping. Almost looked like a Notre Dame box offense there, but there was a quarterback under center. Here's Jake Smith 
He'll turn around. He'll hand it to Gus Goldsboro. Goldsboro tries to pull his way through, maybe gets a yard, yard and a half, and it'll be second in about eight. A little bit surprised the elbow was back. They had four back about 10 to 15 yards off the play. Usually when you play Providence, you put everybody, stack them inside, make them beat you with the arm. Indeed. Second and eight from the 34. Just started here. A fumble gives Providence the ball in Elba territory. Second and eight on the 34. We haven't seen much of a spread formation this year from Providence. We saw it a good bit last year. It's mostly been tied all season. It is right now with Jake Smith in the shotgun. Gus Goldsboro by him. Here is a play-action pass. Smith looking to throw a little screen just over the outstretched arms of Goldsboro. Had some blockers. Had him set up. A beautiful set-up play as he had him right here in this right flat. Not able to connect. Again, he rushed the pass, yeah. it looked like, just a little bit. Got to let those nerves settle down and get into the flow of the game. Looked like it was set up pretty well. Maybe something they want to come back to a little bit later on. If you notice Elba's defense, they're not spreading their halfbacks out. They're keeping them real tight, so there's some opportunity maybe to get to the outside. Third and eight now for Elba on this uh, possession that was given to them on the uh, Elba fumble. If they can pick up some yardage here, you think about going for it on fourth down. Let's keep that tight formation, strong side right. It's going to be Smith calling his own number. He's going to try to get outside. He does to the 30. He'll be a little bit short of the first down, maybe about two yards, but that's enough to, I think, uh, give Providence the uh, inclination to go for yeah, it. Yeah, I think, I think you go for it here. you got to have points. It's too far to kick it. That will make it about, we'll call it fourth and three from the 30. They need to get a little bit inside the Elba 27 for a first down. So, And that was just a quarterback sweep that yep. Smith took it. He immediately went to his right to get around the corner. Might want to try that again. Crowd getting into it here, fourth and three. Here's Smith. And there's a whistle as uh, we're going to have a timeout. Providence. I don't think they. I think uh, the play clock was running down. Uh, they'll talk about it here. We'll let them talk about it. We'll take a one minute break. Be back with more action right here early in the first quarter, right here on the ball. The thump of the bat, the squeak of sneakers, the clash of pads. These are the sounds of local athletic programs at work. But it's more than that. These are also the sounds of leadership development, teamwork, and rewarding experiences for tomorrow's leaders. At Wiregrass Electric Cooperative, just being a power provider isn't enough. We also support the programs that help shape the communities of tomorrow. Just enough isn't enough. That's the Wiregrass way. Do you have the receipts all in one place? I sure do. I'm about to add them to our All In 2 Finances budget tracking sheet. All In Credit Union is making it easy for us to improve our finances with the All In 2 Finances Challenge. And we can earn cash and prizes all while following the five families competing to win $10,000. Our kids are all in for a treat when they see how this program has helped us increase savings, reduce debt, and improve our credit score. New car. Here we come. Maybe even a new house. And we know who will get to do the financing for both all in credit union. Visit allincu.com slash finances for details. Federally insured by NCUA. You're on the ball. W-O-O-F, W-261-A-T, W-296-D-Q, Dothan. Welcome back on the fourth and three. Jake Smith takes the ball. He pitches it left to Gus Goldsboro. Gus Goldsboro runs forward for the first down. Good hard running by Goldsboro. He gets the 23-yard line. Another fresh set of downs for Providence. Nice play. Well designed. Play well blocked by that line. That's a good sign coming out here. The line is coming off the ball. Blocking well. 
The center is Holland Harris doing a nice job getting the ball back to Jake Smith. First and 10 from the 23. Here's Smith. He'll fake to Goldsboro. He looks to throw. He throws out in the flat. It's caught at the 15, down to the 13, close to a first down again. Weatherford. Grant Weatherford, great pitch and catch there from Smith to Weatherford. He looked relaxed, so like he got a speed up under him. Weatherford was open in the flat. That's one of those plays that you don't have to throw on first down, but you do it and catch the defense on surprise. It is a first a good down. job. That'll put it first and 10 at the 12 for Providence here on its first offensive possession, which started inside Elba territory thanks to a fumble recovery. Here's Smith. Well, that now. opens up that running game now that they can complete some passes. That's it. Smith. Uh, it's a fumble snap. He's going to fall in and then call his own number. He's going to get out to the eyes of the five. Is he going to get to the corner? Let's see. Short. He's down at the one. What a heady play by Jake Smith. That was a fumble shotgun snap. It popped right in back to him, and he took off left and almost took it in the end zone. Well, what happened was, you're right, he fumbled it. The strong side was to the right. They had all the blocking going that way. Elba defense was flowing that way. He picks it up and goes around that left side and able to get it almost in the end zone. That's good for a first down. So four cracks at it from about the one for Providence here, looking to grab some early momentum in this game. We talked about that before kickoff. This is a game Providence desperately needs to get some momentum this season with just a single victory under the belt. Here is Goldsboro going up the middle. Is he going to fall in? He does. Gus Goldsboro gets the first score of the night. Providence is on the board early in the first quarter. Great start for Providence, what they needed. And, again, the line is doing a nice job coming off the ball and blocking something they've needed. They haven't been able to do that in the last couple of games. you got to feel good about that if you're Providence being able to go through the air and on the ground to get some first downs, take the ball down. It's, it's a 36-yard drive resulting in that Goldsboro one-yard run. John Jeter now for the extra points. Weatherford is holding. He stepped it off as Jeter. Here is the snap. It's good. The hold's good. Kick is up, and it, too, is good. 8.26 left to go here in the first quarter. Providence on the board, 7 to nothing. We'll be back in one minute with more action right here on the ball. Huggin' Molly's Restaurant in downtown Abbeville is serving up cool treats from an old-fashioned soda fountain, plus a delicious variety of fan favorites for lunch and dinner. So go see them for good food, plus a trip down memory lane, thanks to their nostalgic memorabilia and decor. Open for dine-in or takeout, 11 to 2, Monday through Saturday, and 5 to 8 on Friday and Saturday nights. Huggin' Molly's, 129 Kirkland Street, Abbeville. Like them on Facebook or go to HugginMolly's.com to find out their new menu items. Harris Security Systems is the Wiregrass's largest independent and locally owned security company for almost 30 years. To stay number one, Harris Security Systems employs the best local people to ensure your personal property and business is secure day and night. Give their customer service friendly sales and technical team a call consisting of Brian Hatton, Steve McClain, and Charlie Powell. Call 334-794-0079. That's Harris Security Systems, serving Alabama, Georgia, and the Florida Panhandle. 334-794-0079. Welcome back to Matt Wood Stadium here at Elba High School. Providence gets on the board early thanks to a fumble recovery. Drives 36 yards. Gus Goldsboro takes it in from one yard out. Discombobulated with Elba on its they, first they drive. Really Mark, you're not used to seeing that. We'll see if uh, if they got things together on this drive. And I think the off week has really helped Providence. They look, look a bit quicker out there tonight. Looked like they were ready to go and ready to blow them off the ball with that line. Now they've just got to keep the momentum going. So a little squib kick on the opening kickoff from Jeter. We'll see if he follows suit here as he is ready to boot this one. 
it's a deep one, and there's a whistle at the kick. Is there an offsides or is there something else? What's the flag? I'm sorry, it's across the field. Yep. Yep, they'll have to back it up five yards, and we'll see if that changes the philosophy any. But uh, that one was going to be deep, and they were going to let them carry that one and see if that changes. I was about to make the point, though, Lance. What didn't we see on that first drive for Providence? No penalties. No penalties. No penalties. It was a it's gotta be a drive. It's got to be a clean game for them offensively. Here there were, uh, for the, uh, other than the Jake Smith fumble, uh, good good chemistry with the center of the quarterback. and. So that was good, and it resulted in a touchdown. They didn't have any of those first and 15. They killed you. You're yeah. right. And Elba did. Elba did. And you saw what happened. So here we go. Let's see if that changes anything after they backed it up five. And Jeter will boot this one from its own 35. Here we go. It is. It's a little squiver. It's going to be falling. No, no, it's going to fall. It's going to catch it. an Elba Tiger, and Providence has it. An Elba Tiger tried to dive on it, and it squeezed out from under his belly right into the hands of a Providence Eagle, and all the momentum on Providence side, first and ten Providence from its own 48. Guess who fell on it? Not Jonathan Wells. Welcome back, Jonathan Wells. Well, I tell you, uh, we don't know which direction this game's going in, but we know who's leading in the, in the clubhouse right now for player of the game. How about that? Oh, what do you do? Do you go for the jugular here, or do you try to? I think you run some clock. You try to you establish you can run the football, I think, so you try to run it and see if you can't run some of this clock down. First and 10 from the 48. Here's Smith. Smith's going to pitch it out right to Goldsboro. Goldsboro's going to try to get the corner to the 50, to the 45 of Elba. He breaks free, the 30, the 20, the 10, the 5. That's the jugular. Touchdown, Gus Goldsboro from 52 yards out. And that's what's been missing, Lance, is those explosive running plays that Providence is famous for. That's the first time I think in several weeks they've had a long run, well, since the Northside game, that they've had a long run for a touchdown. Goldsboro fired up. He's getting congratulated all on the sidelines as well as he should. It was a pitch to the right, and he just uh, had good blocking and got through a little wall there. And once he did, there was no help behind those guys, and he was gone. Elba's playing an awful tight, not on top of the line of scrimmage, but tight from side to side. Jeter back in for the extra point here to make it 14 to nothing. Here's the kick. That one's a little bit of a squiver, and it is off to the right. So 7.02 left to go here in the first quarter. Providence all over elbow right now. 13 to nothing. We'll take a one-minute break. Be back with more action right here on the ball. Celebrating their 40th anniversary, Mark Dunning Industries has two words. Thank you. Thank you to their customers. Thank you to their valued employees. And thank you for your hometown support. Even after all these years, one call takes care of all that garbage. At MDI, we're proud to be dedicated to service, devoted to green. 
Welcome back to Elma High School Providence. Getting a lot of early breaks here and cashing them in 13 to nothing. A fumble recovery led to a touchdown drive and an onside kick recovered led to a 52-yard run. Here's another one. Elba will fall on that one and will have the ball at the 48-yard line. And we'll see what the Providence defense can do here. Yeah, it gives Elba a short field as they only got to go 52 yards for the touchdown. But I think Kenny Keep feels comfortable in his defense that they can hold them. You sure a good little... thing offensively for Providence is, though, they've got that two-scored lead, so yes. making Elba chase you a little bit on the scoreboard. The Elba's second offensive possession already down two scores as the Tigers have a very tight formation. Here's a pitch and a actually just a direct snap and look at him go Colin Harrison takes that direct snap and very much does resemble the Notre Dame it does. what they're doing Lance is they got them side by side back there the center can snap to either one so they're snapping directly to running back yep three three back there two could either of the two back there could take the snap and Colin Harrison did and he pulled forward for uh, let's see about 13 yards in the first down first and 10 from the Providence 39-yard line. Your problem is you just can't let him get loose for a long run. Harrison and Jacquez Prince are back there. That is Harrison. He's going to go forward again. He's going to not find the going as good that time. He'll probably get two, two and a half to the 37. It'll be second and about seven or eight. Yeah, about six Providence players were in there to stack that up. It looked like uh, Jackson Dykes and, again, Jonathan Wells in on that tackle. There was a whole bunch of bodies in a very tight spot in uh, in that play. You have to be careful about that because uh, somebody gets outside on it. Uh, they're off That's the right. So, again, you've got an up back who basically is a fullback. He is right behind the center, just offset, and then there are two backs behind, Colin Harrison and Jacquez Prince. Here is a pitch and it's an end around to Harrison, and he's not going to get anywhere. He's going to be run down at the 37-yard line, that's Iverson Lane, second end around. We've seen him run, and Providence was ready for it. They did a nice job of setting the edge and not letting him get outside. And Providence is crowding that defense. They've got about eight players within about a five yards of the line of scrimmage. They'll give Lane a yard on that. Brings up third and seven from the 36-yard line of Providence. Probably four-down territory for the Tigers. Jacquez Prince directly behind. It's going to be another fumble. Who's going to have it? Elba got it. Elba picks it up. It's going to be a loss of 10 yards. It's, again, a lot of confusion. That's what Elba's trying to do, but they are getting confused also. That was a direct snap to Harrison. He tried to go around the right end. He He did, and and Jonathan Wells, again, got penetration on that far side, and he knocked the ball loose. It's no longer four-down territory. <laughs> 46-yard line. They'll punt this one away. And Providence all over this Elba offense early in this game. And we'll see if Providence can can catch this one in five minutes to go here in the I first think quarter. Elba's stunned. I know the crowd's a little bit stunned. Already and some confusion on the punt as they have to run a man in here. 12 seconds left to go on the play clock. So they've got time to get this off. Now they're going to call timeout. Wow. 4.50 left to go here in the first quarter. Providence leads 13 to nothing. We'll be back with more action in one minute right here on the ball. 
Welcome to Action of Dothan, your Buick and GMC dealership of the Southeast. We have a Buick or GMC to fit your lifestyle. The next generation GMC Sierra with the world's first multifunction tailgate. The Buick Enclave, delivering the perfect blend of power, efficiency, and responsiveness. Come visit and shop with us at Action of Dothan to find your next new Buick or GMC. Are you ready for action? Action Buick GMC. Uncover a wealth of possibilities with the Artifacts Faucet and Accessory Collection by Kohler. Artifacts features a variety of spouts, handles, and finishes you can combine any way you like to create a look all your own. Each piece in this collection by Kohler is like a vintage treasure. In your hands, Artifacts completes the look of a room or becomes the centerpiece to build an entire room around. Come see Artifacts at Lewis Smith Supply, Dothan and Enterprise. Welcome back to Elba High School. Dandy of a punt by Elba, but it goes just into the end zone. Providence will begin on the 20-yard line. Good job by Grant Weatherford to let that go over his head. He was standing at the 10, and it did. It just it bounded. Was, it was close. John Martin Wilson slid with it into the end zone. He got it about the half-yard line. First and 10, uh, Providence from the 20. It's on 20-yard line, up 13 to nothing. 434 left to go here in the first quarter been all Providence thus far. We'll see if that can continue. Christian Durden is now the running back with uh, Jake Smith in the backfield. Here's the snap. This is going to be Weatherford. Weatherford's going to get about two yards as he came in motion in the backfield and got the handoff in it too. Yeah, they used Christian Durden as the lead block on that one as Weatherford came around from his wingback position back to the backfield, took the handoff, picked up two yards on the play. Second and eight from the 22. Don't want to jinx uh, Providence, Mark, but still no penalties. Were that's right. Four minutes left to go here in the first. Well, the one quarter. on the kickoff, but other than that, you're that's right. They had, the, they had the the uh, offsides on the kickoff. You're exactly right. Been a clean game so far. Kind of a pistol formation. Here is Durden on the handoff. He's going to squeeze through and get to the 25, maybe the 26. It'll bring up about a third and four for Providence. Long developing play as he handed it off to Durden. Took Durden a while to get to the hole, but once he did, he got forward and picked up some pretty nice yardage. Makes it a third and manageable, third and four. You'll take that if you are Coach Kenny Keith. Jake Smith goes over and gets the play from the sideline. Plenty of time on the play clock as he'll break the huddle and bring his team to the line of scrimmage. Elba looking for a momentum play of its own. It hasn't had one yet. We'll see what happens here. Smith. Trying to draw, him off draw Elba off. Now he gets ready to run this play. He'll take the snap. He'll fake. It's a fumble exchange. Smith grabs it and tries to make something out of it, but he's swamped under at the 24-yard line. He'll lose three. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. If you don't get a clean snap, and I think that was pretty good to Jake Smith. He just bobbled it. I think Once he bobbled it, he yeah. couldn't get the handoff. I think maybe he intended to follow dirt into the hole on that, but because of the bobbled snap, the timing was off on it. And uh, we've seen that play before. Right. Maybe it was a replay. I'm not quite sure. But nonetheless, it'll go for a loss of three, and it'll be a punt for Providence. Now, if you're Providence, you just want to punt it out there and don't give us a big play on special teams. Back to field this punt about his own 39-yard line is Jacquez Prince. Here's Smith on the punt. It's straight up in the air, but it's a good one. Actually, it's, a, it's actually longer than that. It's pretty good. It'll fall dead at the 45-yard line. Not too bad. 
Uh, Providence will take that, and then Elba will too. They'll start the own 44 here late in the first quarter, down 13 to nothing. Yeah, Jackson Tate down there to grab it before Elba could to down it. So far, Providence has been ready for an orthodox offense from Elba. Again, you've got a fullback, basically a fullback, right near the line of scrimmage. Um, that is, let's see if his number is here. Uh, yeah. Uh, Christian Caldwell is your fullback, and then the two backs are Colin Harrison and Jacquez Prince. Here's that end around. It's fake and fake this time, and it's going to be Prince. He's going to try to get maybe to the line of scrimmage, but that's all. If Providence had that will. Yeah, Providence doing a nice job of stopping that up the middle. It looked like number 62 for Providence, which is uh, Ian Smith in on that tackle along with a host of others. So far, Elba hasn't been able to create any holes yet. We know they're an explosive team. They put up a lot of points this season. So, Providence. Well, they're physical, too, oh, and they like to beat on you. Then, uh, player for uh, Providence went down. We hope it's not a cramp this early in the game, but he was standing yeah, and right before like the it. snap, he went down. Well, he was he was bent over and then tried to get to his position, and when he did, he went down. And it looks like a cramp, though, the way he's grabbing his leg. It does appear that a trainer is coming out and will try to stretch this out. Uh, typically mark this early in the game those cramps stay with you yeah it's very hard to catch up it's hard to get them out hydration wise if you're not hydrated going into the game you can't actually become hydrated during the game no it's it's not that hot out there either yeah we'll see uh, as uh, that cramp appears to be out now and up and on out on his own on powers for the register and he will head off to the sideline Gives Elba a chance to talk about a second and nine play. They'll call it the 45 as the going has been rough in between the tackles and it's also been rough around the end as well. John Jeter in for Providence to take his place. Colin Harrison and Jacquez Prince in the backfield. Either of them can receive the snap. It is thus far for most of it has been Prince, but Harrison has gotten his share of the snaps as well. Here is Prince. He's going to hand off. He's going to cut around. Is Iverson Lane, and he's going to get about eight to the 46-yard line, maybe the 47. He'll be about a yard short of the first down, I believe, although he got a pretty good spot That's there. pretty close. He got ahead of speed up and got through that alley. They'll call it the 45, so it will be a first down. It was one of those deals where he kind of got dragged down, Mark, and landed on a, on a Providence Eagle and then rolled over and uh, didn't touch the – field of play until he got to the 45. And I think that play set up where he can choose where he goes. You kind of think that was going to go way outside, and Providence had cut it off out there, but he cut it up inside and able to pick up the first down. First and 10 for Elba inside Providence territory at the 45. A minute 35 left to go here in the first quarter. Providence leads 13 to nothing. Prince and Harrison in the backfield. Here's the snap. It's going to go to Harrison. Colin Harrison, he'll go forward to almost the 40, maybe the 40, give him five on that play. Elba will take that. Uh, that's kind of what you want to see if your Elba is getting some push on that line of scrimmage. Yeah, they found something they like. It looks like on that left side of the Providence defensive line because it's the second play in a row that they've run to that side and picked up yardage. Going to go in a little hurry up here, no huddle, as quickly the Tigers get back to the line of scrimmage. Prince and Harrison in the backfield. It's going to be Prince. He's going to throw it out quickly to Lane. Lane's going to drop a little pass in the flat as that one was hurried and just a little bit uh, 
led too much was Lane, and it'll be third and five. Had it set up, it was a well-designed play that they were going to pick up yardage with, but you're right, led him just a little too much, and he couldn't catch it on his fingertips. They'll go straight back to the line of scrimmage. No real huddle there for Elba. Maybe trying to see if they can catch all of Providence's personnel out from substituting and try to tire them out a little bit. Brinson Harris, uh, Harrison in the backfield. It's a little movement, and that's, uh, there's that uh, first real penalty, uh, and it's going to be an offsides for Providence that will probably give Elba a first down. It's not. It's going to be real close. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be a first down. Yep. Elba goes to the line of scrimmage, and then they come set. And when right. they come set, they do it very theatrically, and if you're not paying attention, you can see that as a – you know, as a as a snap, and that's what Providence did and went forward there. You don't see a lot of teams doing that anymore. It's almost like the old Dallas Cowboys when they would come and then set at the line of scrimmage. That's right. They'll spread it out this time with Elba. Two wide to the left, one to the right. Harrison and Prince still in the backfield. That's going to be Prince. He's going to throw out in the flat again to the fullback, Caldwell. Does he catch it? Are they going to give him a catch? If so, yeah, that's he a caught loss it. of five. He's put his knee down. Yeah, Sean Caldwell, unfortunately for Elba, caught it and then took a knee as he tried to get going. His kind of foot just slipped out from under him. He took a knee. That's a loss of five. Well, another low pass, too, made him bend over to get it, and when he did, he lost his footing. First and 15 now from the Providence 40. I'm sorry, second and – well, is that right? Yes. Second and 15, that's right, Uh, as that was a first and 10 play there, and it goes for a loss of five. Now there's a whistle. And they're going to talk about something. I don't see a flag. They're looking at the line of scrimmage. That's right. It should be a first and or second and 15. They're looking at the Providence sideline for something. They're motioning. I don't know if there's some. Uh, now they're sending off they're sending Christian, Christian Durden. Durden off. And he's, I don't know if it's some sort Coach of a Kenny clipping thing or something. But whatever wrong, it is. He is furious. Yeah. They stopped the play. They're sending the brace. Yeah. They, Kenny, uh, Christian Durden has had knee, knee issues this season. He has a brace over his pads, and now they're making him put it under his pads, and that's the that's the reason they yeah. stopped the play. Kenny Keith was incredulous over there when he came off the sideline. Second and 15 from the 40. Major movement uh, as, as Elba comes set now. Here's Prince. Prince, it's a handoff. It's up the middle. And it is the fullback, Caldwell, and he's going to fool everybody, and he's going to get to the end zone. We were waiting for that snap for the fullback. I didn't see it. Neither did Providence as Caldwell goes 40 yards for the touchdown. Elba's right back in this game. Eight seconds left in the first quarter. They hide him right behind the line of scrimmage. The ball went straight to him, and then he was able to take it and go for the touchdown. Well-designed play by Elba. It worked. They've been wanting to do that, and it worked that time as – Caldwell goes 40 yards, and Elba's right back in it. Let's see. There's some personnel issues Looks on the like extra point. For two. Yeah. They're, they're missing a player, or they're looking for the play one or the other, or a place kicker. Well, uh, the play clock hasn't started yet, so they've got plenty of time to talk this over, I suppose. Looks like they're going to they kick the extra point it. here. Yeah. As Iverson Lane is lined up to kick this. Straight away, kicker is Lane. Now they have some motion. They're going to fake it up the middle, and the pile goes forward into the end zone for two points. So, a little preparation there for Elba. Works. 
interesting series all the, the way around, but it results in eight points for Elba. Eight seconds left in the first quarter. We'll just keep it right here with only eight seconds left as they'll set the kickoff up in just a second, and that will be the end of the first quarter. Uh, it's a five-point lead now. Yeah, 13-8 to eight is an odd score for sure. And um, with, the, with the offense really uh, not just a power offense, it's certainly a lot of it built on misdirection, and that had been off kilter for Elba most of the first quarter, but it certainly worked right there. It certainly did. It fooled everybody, including us, and the Providence defense as they weren't able to get outside to, to uh, turn him back in. He got to the sideline, and they weren't going to catch him. I sort of tried to go through my progressions on that one, Mark. Does one have it? No. Does seven right. have it? No. Does three have it? No. And by the time I looked at 44, he was halfway to the end zone. Everybody was chasing him at that time. Yeah. Very, uh, very well run and effective play there for the Tigers. Now, let's see what they do on the kickoff. This will be the first one for Elba if they want to kick it deep or if they want to squib it. We've seen more than our share of squib kicks this season. And if you remember, they took Christian Durden off because of the equipment. He was on that end over there where they ran that. Good observation, yeah. Fullback play. Jacquez Prince is the kickoff man for Elba. He'll tee it up at his 40. Gus Goldsboro is deep along with Grant Weatherford and Christian Durden. Now with that brace, I assume, in the correct spot, according to the officials. Yeah, they let him stay out there, so I'm assuming he's good. Here we go. As actually the play clock's already started, I don't think it's supposed to, but no. they're, they're going to go ahead and run it on down. So this will be the last play of the first quarter. It's caught by Durden. Durden to the 30. The 35, the 40, the 45. He'll get to midfield and inside Elba territory, and that's where the Providence Christian Eagles will start the second quarter And this possession. It was an entertaining first quarter. A lot went on. Providence leads 13-8. They'll turn things around. Providence will go the other way, and we'll be back in one minute with second quarter action right here on the ball. A community is about people. Since 1906, Troy Bank and Trust has enjoyed a proud history and a foundation rooted in serving and helping people throughout our Wiregrass community. Coming soon, Dothan TBNT will be opening its second location in the Circle City to better serve you. Troy Bank and Trust is a proud sponsor of high school football on the ball. And we'd like to wish everyone good luck tonight. Troy Bank and Trust, working every day to become the only bank you'll ever need. Member FDIC. Hello, this is Boyd Clark from DSI Security Services. My grandfather started our business with a handshake in 1969, right here in Dothan, Alabama. Since our humble beginning, we have grown to service clients throughout the United States. We employ over 4,000 security professionals and provide all types of security solutions. From a security officer for your business to integration for your home, we have you covered. DSI is a proud supporter of high school sports in our local community. For more info, go to dsisecurity.com. Alabama license number 102. Welcome back. Fun first quarter. Providence leads Elba 13-8. Start of the second quarter. A lot went on. A lot going on in the Wiregrass tonight. We'll have a recap of the scores that we can get to you at halftime. But unofficially, Mark, Northside Methodist Cottonwood, Casey Eubanks, quarterback for Northside Methodist. He has one completion for minus four yards, but two carries for 146 oh, yards. Oh, wow. That's, that's, that's a, a good average. Line. Line. Yeah, uh, Northside Methodist leads 10-6 to in the first quarter, last score we had there. So, uh, weird things going on all over the place. And it's the coach at Cottonwood is Dustin can't think Harrison. Of, Harrison, and he started Former at Northside. Northside yeah. First and 10 Providence from the Elba 48. 
Gus Goldsboro in there. Jake Smith, the quarterback, he's going to pitch to Goldsboro to the right. He's going to cut it up to the 45. Still on his feet to the 41-yard line. Good hard running from Gus Goldsboro. That will be second and pretty short for the Eagles. Yeah, just a little pitch play as uh, Jake Smith takes it and kind of starts running out to his right, pitches it out to Goldsboro, and he found a crease to go up in. Picks up seven yards on the play. Yep, second and three from the 41 as Goldsboro found the hole there and got good yards. He'll be next to Smith here on the second and three. Snap. It's a fumble. It's in the it's in the muck, and who's got it? It's like Elba, Looks got, like it. Elba got it. It's, uh, I think Smith is not used to the speed of the snap. It gets there very quickly. Yeah, he's uh, he's having problems with it right now. Yeah, that one got to him really quickly. He never got a handle on it. It went right into the offensive line and bounced around a little bit. Uh, very alert Elba player fell on it, and now Elba is getting the momentum plays here. They've got it first and 10 at their own 41. Your problem is you go to the sideline and let Smith in the center practice a little yeah. bit over there, just getting used to one another. As we said, Matthew Morris, the center that usually starts at shoulder surgery today in Birmingham, he's out for the rest of the year. Elba spreading it out on this first and 10 from the 41, two wide to the right, one to the left. Here's Prince. Prince is going to throw it. It's a hook and ladder. It's executed very well. Caldwell to Harrison. It'll get into Elba territory at about the 42-43 yard line. I know they wanted to score on that play. Elba uh, just executed it well. They Providence it. was able to run them out, but really well done. They had it set up, and they almost had a forward pitch, though, over there. It was pretty close, but I think it was right down the line. About a but, 10, yeah. But you're, a, you're right. He had it set up beautifully out there. The quick pit pass out there and then the pitch. We've seen that play in two consecutive weeks now. We got sure a, have. 10-yard pass out to Caldwell. He turns around. He pitches it to Harrison coming around. Harrison got about another 10 yards. First and 10 from the Providence 42. Here is Prince to Harrison. Harrison is going to get wrapped up. He may get back to the line of scrimmage, but that's it. It was an end around that never got around. Yeah, you're right. Nice play by Christian Durden as he's on that end over here. He came down and was able to catch him before he got, up, got his feet up and even got his uh, shoulders turned. No gain on the play. Second and 10 from the Providence 42. 10-25 and counting here in the second quarter. Providence leads Elba 13-8. to Your Providence, you've been hit in the mouth a little bit now by Elba in this last couple of drives, so you got to just stay in there. Elba looking at their uh, wristbands here for the play. Colin Harrison and Jacquez Prince in the backfield. There's a whistle uh, as the play clock was down to about seven seconds. They'll take a timeout, and we'll take a timeout. Ten minutes left here to go in the second quarter. Providence 13, Elba 8. We'll be back in one minute with more action right here on the ball. Is it really possible to get the results of your mammogram on the same day as you have your mammogram? Yes, ma'am. You bet it is when you choose Southeast Health, the region's leading cancer health care team, where in most cases, you'll have your answers on the same day as your test. Just call 334-793-8006 and say, yes, ma'am, I want my mammogram. From Southeast Health, always the right direction. Plumbing and electrical issues in your home are common occurrences. From leaky faucets, stopped up drains to faulty wiring, your next step should be to call Vincent Plumbing and Electric. Open 24-7 for daily repair or emergency after-hour situations. You can rest assured you'll receive the most experienced and best warranty in the industry. Count on the professionals at Vincent Plumbing and Electric. Make the right call today. 
793-2090. Benson Plumbing and Electric. All right, welcome back. It'll be second and 10 for Elba at the Providence 42-yard line. Colin Harrison, Jacquez Prince in the backfield. Two wide to the left, one to the right. Harrison in motion. Prince fakes the pass, throws it downfield. No, he keeps it. Now he's going to run. He's got room, the 35, the 30. He goes down about the 26-yard line as uh, just uh, an effort play there by Jacquez yeah. Prince. Makes something out of nothing. He wanted to throw the football. I wanted to go deep. Nobody down there. He got some pressure on him, but he was able to squeeze out of there. Picked up good yardage. Good athletic play from Jacquez Prince that gets it down to about the 25-yard line of Providence. Yeah, Holland Harris was back there in the backfield with him, just not able to bring him down. Prince and Harris in the backfield. Caldwell, the sneaky uh, fullback-type player there just behind the line of scrimmage here. It's going to be a direct snap to Harrison. He'll just take it straight up the middle and get four or five. Good positive yards for L, but it'll be second and uh, five or six. Yeah, they're just being physical right now and just running straight at them. Trying to wear that defense down a little bit. Line of scrimmage is the 21. It'll be second and about six yards for Elba. And they are going a little quick here. No huddle. Again, as you said, trying to wear down Providence. And they are getting some positive yards. As they were discombobulated in the first couple of possessions. But it looks like they have things Yeah, they've straightened it out pretty quickly. Out. Providence has got to dig in here defensively. Here's the snap. It goes. It's a fumble. It's a fumble. It's picked up by Lane. Lane tries to get back to the line of scrimmage, but he won't. He'll lose about five yards back to the original line of scrimmage as that play was going in about three different directions, but it wound up going on the ground, and Lane had to come and pick up the ball and just try to get something. Ford Register with a tackle for Providence, but you're right. We've seen the ball on the ground a lot. Uh, both teams offensively not able to get the handle on it. It's really not a damp night. I don't think the field is wet. Just trying to do a lot there, and it's got to it's got to come off really, really precisely. And that was just a little bit off on the timing, and it fell on the ground. So it's third and about ten and a half for Elba here from the 26-yard line of Providence. Here's Harrison. Harrison around the left end. He cuts it up. He'll get some of that back to about the 22-yard line. That'll make it fourth and about seven. Now, if you're Elba, you probably go for this. Yep. Yep. Uh, yep. Punch not going to do you a whole lot of good. It can go in the end zone probably and come back out of the 20. So better odds of going for this and seeing what you can do. We'll see what Elba draws up here on fourth and seven. It's a, a tough one to draw up because it's it's a passing down, but Elba's not a passing team. No, but I imagine they're going to try to get wide with one of these running backs. Harrison and Prince in the backfield. Here's the snap. It's going to go to Prince. He looks. He looks. He throws. And is intercepted. Intercepted. And here it comes. Is it Durden? Is it Weatherford? I think it's Weatherford. It's Weatherford. No, no it's, no, it's uh, that's Chancellor. Abe Chancellor. Abe Chancellor caught it about the 12. Gets it all the way back out. There's a flag on the field. Let's see what that is. Chancellor's out of bounds at the 32. Let's see what the flag is first. I think it's going to be on Elba, according to Providence. Maybe a lineman downfield or something. It's resting at about the 22-yard line in the middle of the field. It is uh, an ineligible lineman downfield, I believe, or is it a legal forward pass? Either way, it is I think a lineman downfield. Uh, he puts a hand behind the head, and usually on top of the head is uh, a lineman downfield. Yeah. And an illegal block in the back on Providence as well. So, so we're going to play it over. Yeah. 
Yeah, so they'll... Was the block in the back post-possession, though? It must have been. They're marking it off on uh, Providence. So instead of starting at the 30-something, they'll start it. Uh, uh, you'll take the turnover, though. You betcha. You betcha. Yeah. That illegal block in the back will move it. Well, I guess because it occurred at the 20-something, they'll move it all the way inside the 10-yard line to the 9. That's where Providence will begin this possession. So it would have been just as well from the bat that, that uh, fourth down pass down, but you just right. don't think about that no. at the time. When you get a chance to intercept the pass, yeah. that's all you're thinking about. Yeah, that's why I don't blame eight chance for right. First and 10 from the nine for Providence. 7-18 left to go here in the second quarter. Providence holds on to a 13-8 lead now with the ball back on another turnover. We've had several in this game. Here's Smith. He's going to pitch to the right to Goldsboro. Goldsboro turns it up, gets some good yards. So that's about the 14-yard line, gave him about five. It'll be second and five. Elba did a good job of setting the edge, made him turn it up, but he had a crease to run through and picks up the – Looks like four yards, doesn't it? Yeah, I think they'll they'll mark it at the uh, 14. So it'll yeah, about second and six. And they just put Goldsboro in motion and let him start getting a head start running, and then Jake Smith steps out there and just pitches it to him. It's not really an option. It's just he just pitches as soon as he gets it. Takes advantage of a lot of high school defenses that have a tendency to over pursue. Right. Goldsboro's next to Jake Smith here. Smith is shotgun. He's going to turn around. He's going to get a whistle before the snap. Is there some movement? I believe that it yep. was dead ball offsides on Defense. Elba. So that'll make it close to a first down for Elba, not uh, for Providence. Not quite about a yard short will be this second down. Second down and a yard or so for Providence. A little bit eager there was Elba as they had some motion Providence did, and I think uh, Elba was trying to time that snap and uh, just didn't quite make it happen. Well, if they're going to start doing that, then Jake Smith's going to have to change the count up and run on set and on two some. Second and one, we'll call it the 19. 6.30 and counting here in the second quarter. Providence leads 13 to eight. Here's Smith. He'll turn around inside handoff. He's going to go for a first down. And more as Grant Weatherford makes a man miss. He's at the 33. Tries to cut it inside to the 35. Goes Grant Weatherford on the inside handoff. Well-designed play when they put Goldsboro in motion. The end from elbow immediately when the ball snapped went running to him. And then Weatherford came back around this side with the football on the handoff inside. Came up about uh, 17 yards there. It'll be first and 10 Providence. And they're eating some clock here. Taking advantage of Elba's speed, letting them run themselves out of some plays, too. First and 10. Here's Providence, another fresh set of downs. Smith takes the snap. He'll take the handoff to Goldsboro. He's got pressure, rolls to his right, passes it to Goldsboro. Goldsboro to the 40. Goldsboro to the 45. Goldsboro to the 50, cuts it up to 45, the 42-yard line of Elba. Well-designed play for Providence. They've got things rolling here in the second quarter. Green pass they tried early in the game and went incomplete. This time he got him, got it to Goldsboro, had blockers in front. Lance, they had two screeners out there. They could have gone either to Goldsboro over here on this sideline, went to Goldsboro, which was the right read, picks up the first down. That'll make it first and 10 from the Elba 41. Providence moving the ball up five right now. It's been an entertaining first half here. Relatively cleanly played. A, a few penalties here and there, but... Not many. They're, I say cleanly played as far as penalties are concerned, but the right. ball's been on the ground a lot. And this is more like what we're used to seeing for Providence, being able to move the football. Here's Smith. Takes the snap. He's going to call his own number, roll to the right, try to turn it up to the 40, and he'll move forward to about the 39, maybe the 38, gain of about two, he's second and eight. 
Just a sweet play for Smith as he takes a direct snap. Goes around that right side, kind of like a student body right with everybody in front of him. Not the best spot in the world for Providence. They'll mark it back at the 40. I thought uh, thought he was certainly at the 39. But nonetheless, it'll be second and nine. We'll see what uh, – what Coach Kenny Keith has dialed up here. They've been doing a good job of winning first down offensively and picking up some good yardage. A little bit of a setback on that one. Here's Smith. Goldsboro next to him. It's a it's a bad snap. Goldsboro turns around to his left. Oh, he's got room to 35. The 30, look at him go. 25 out of bounds at the 23. He's pushed into the fence. Uh, hopefully he's all right. Let's see if he's going to get up. Uh, you know, he's, he's, now he gets up yeah. slowly, not a lot of room, uh, in the out of bounds to the fence area there where the stands are. And it was a chuck, uh, about, about where Smith went out of bounds. I don't know that it was late, but he no, tried it, to slide into the fence right. and may have made some contact there, but he looks all right. The line of scrimmage now is the 22 of L, but it's another first Again, down. Again, bobble snap. The play was to go to the right. He bobbled it and he headily took that ball and came around this left side. Nobody was home. Picks up the good yardage in the first down. Sometimes when you haven't played a lot at center and you know you've got assignments that you have to take care of, you try to get that ball out that's to exactly the quarterback right. quickly. Well, and he's got a player head up him at the nose guard, and that's smart by Elba. you got a young center out there, and you make him think about the guy in front of him. First and 10 from the 22 of Elba. Clock stoppage. Uh, whistle. It's going to be a timeout, Providence. We'll take it with him. Providence is driving. 446 left to go here in the second quarter. Leads 13-8. We'll be back in one minute right here on the ball. In southeast Alabama, we know the Wiregrass Way means just enough isn't enough. Nowhere is that more evident than when we see a need arise or a great cause to support. That's why Wiregrass Electric Cooperative members graciously support Operation Roundup. By voluntarily rounding up their monthly power bills, WEC members bolster rural medical clinics, schools, and many other causes. Wiregrass Electric thanks its members for participating in Operation Roundup. Do you have the receipts all in one place? I sure do. I'm about to add them to our All In 2 Finances Budget Tracking Sheet. All In Credit Union is making it easy for us to improve our finances with the All In 2 Finances Challenge. And we can earn cash and prizes all while following the five families competing to win $10,000. Our kids are all in for a treat when they see how this program has helped us increase savings, reduce debt, and improve our credit score. New car. Here we come. Maybe even a new house. And we know who will get to do the financing for both All In Credit Union. Visit allincu.com slash finances for details. Federally insured by NCUA. All right, welcome back. We are into the second quarter, 446 left before halftime. Providence leads 13-8 over Elba. Providence is driving first and 10 at the Elba 22. It's been a good first half for the Eagles, Mark. It really has. Providence doesn't need to be in a hurry here. They need to milk that clock as much as they can to get it as close to the halftime as they can. I think they get the ball to start the second half. The Eagles do, yes. And so, you know, what? two possessions to none for Elba would be great if they can put it in here. And then that gets them to the 20. And that's on schedule, but we said they needed to be in to win this football game. Exactly right. Timeout is over. Smith has brought his team back onto the field. Gus Goldsboro is the back next to him. Tight formation for Providence. Smith, Weatherford in motion, takes a snap. He's going to pitch wide to Weatherford. Weatherford's going to get outside to the 20, the 15, the 10. He pulls his way in down to about the two-yard line as Grant Weatherford that's a play we haven't seen this year. It's not. He came around and took a deep pitch. It's a dangerous play because if you don't get that pitch to him, then you can fumble it and lose a lot of yardage. But, Lance, what sprung him was Goldsboro. He did a devastating block on that far end over there, sprung him on that sideline. 
and picks up big yardage. Yeah, the one player that really needed to have contained there, uh, Gus Goldsboro took care Just of. Just blew him up out there. And that allowed uh, Weatherford to get to the two. First and goal from the two-yard line for Providence. Tight formation for the Eagles. Here's Smith. He'll fumble. fumble. Where is the ball? It's somewhere in the end zone. Who has it? Who has it? Who has it? I have not seen Nobody a signal. said yes. I have not seen They're a signal. They're saying elbow now. They said elbow ball. Yes, it is Elba's ball. It was going to be a handoff up the middle, it looked like, but a fumbled exchange. The ball rolled into the muck at the line of scrimmage, and Elba came down yeah. with it. What a, what a blow to Providence, ready to take that in. Now Elba has the momentum. No excuse the fifth game into the season not be able to handle those uh, handoffs, and that was just a missed handoff. Wow. Uh, Elba will have the ball. Let's see where they're, they're oh, going to save the touchback. In the end zone, so that will put the ball in the 20, a big break for the Tigers now. So they get the ball, and they get that huge break. 431 now. See what Elba does with it on this possession. Uh, this has been a half of pretty wild momentum swings, and now the momentum is squarely in Elba's side. If Providence can earn a three and out here on defense, and they'll swing back, but right now, Jacquez Prince Colin Harrison in the backfield. Yeah, they don't have enough players out there yet. Now they got him out there. Yeah, they ran a guy basically out on the sideline at the last minute. It's going to be just a run up the middle. It's Colin Harrison. He'll get about three. It'll make it second and seven. There's a lot of confusion there. Yeah, just a straight-ahead run there. This problem is able to stuff it in there with uh, Ford Register leading the way. They, they ran the, the last guy in. It was a wide receiver. They ran him out on the field, took about three steps and lined up. They right. almost... Almost was uncovered there. A heady play by, I believe, it was Abe Chancellor to go run out there and cover him. Exactly right. Second and seven from the 23-yard line. Plenty of time on the play clock, clock, play clock for Elba as Colin Harrison and Jacquez Prince are in the backfield. The snap will go to Prince. Prince is going to throw deep. He's going to chuck it up there for Caldwell. Caldwell's going to drop it. It was right in his hand, and... Uh, Caldwell about the 43-yard line, could not come down with it. And, boy, he slammed his fist in the ground. You should have had that. Yeah, he had both Ornell beat out there. And you're right. It was right in the old breadbasket, the one place you can't hit somebody yeah. in the hand and then drop it. Yep. that's uh, And he knows it. Yep. You don't have to tell him. He'll want to make up for that. Uh, next time he touches the ball, look out for him. But that does break, make it third and seven, and it stops the clock as well. If the Eagles can come up with a stop here, they may have some pretty good field position. We'll see. Uh, first, they got to take care of business right here. The yeah, problem is, did get some pressure on him on that throw, but he was able to get it off, and like I said, should have completed it. Too wide to the left for Elba. Here's the snap. It's going to go to Harrison. Harrison's going to go forward and break a tackle and get the first down to the 34-yard line. Almost a really good tackle there. Ford had him. Yeah. He was able to score down and picks up the first down. Yep. Uh, really, really uh, good hard running by Harrison Ford. Register had him by the by the ankles, but couldn't quite bring him down. It's first and ten elbow from the 35. No real hurry here. Three minutes and 30 seconds for Elba. They are going to be sure about this play as there's a lot of misdirection in Elba's plays. And yeah, but they only have sure. one timeout, so they can't take too much time. 13 seconds on the play clock. Here is... There still appears to be some confusion here. Eight seconds, seven. Here's the snap. It goes to Harrison. Harrison finds a little hole. He'll get to the 40, move forward, maybe to the 41, gain of about five. It'll be 
second and about four or five. Yeah, just a quick run there to that left side as they lined the fullback. That was uh, Caldwell. And Caldwell pretty much is telling you where the ball is going to come if he's not running because they're going to run to his side and let him lead the block. And he is a big boy for sure. Line of scrimmage the 40, second and five. Harrison directly behind the center, but uh, Prince is right next to him. It's going to go to Prince. He's going to fumble it. And he's going to have to fall on it at 36, 37, loss of about four, bring up third and long. A lot of time running off the clock. I'm not sure why it stopped. Now, there it goes. We have seen a lot of fumbles here. Elvis going to call timeout here and talk about it. Now, that's their last timeout of the half. That's important because they're not a throwing team, so they're going to need some time and a timeout to stop the clock somewhere down the lane. That snap, uh, and again, the way that Elba runs his offense, you could have the ball snapped to either Prince or Colin Harrison in the backfield. So you're not just blindly snapping it right behind you. You have to directionally snap it a little bit. And uh, a couple of three, maybe even more times, it's been an errant snap, and that one couldn't quite be hauled in. And you got to really play disciplined defense in this offense that Elba runs because you got to watch who's got the ball, but you also got to read your keys to see where the ball's going. So you can't get caught looking back there in the backfield. You got to make sure you're where you're supposed to be. Indeed. So it'll be third and about nine. Ball on the 36-yard line as Elvis had its timeout, the last one. 2.20 showing on the second quarter clock. So Providence gets a stop here. They could conceivably have time to do something, but they have to get the stop first. Coach Kenny Keith's got to be pleased, though, the way that Providence has come out and answered the bell here tonight. You betcha. Eight points in the first half. If indeed that's how it ends, uh, Providence would take that for sure. Two wide to the right. Prince and Harrison in the backfield. It's going to go to Colin Harrison. No, Jacquez Prince. He's going to break a tackle and run for the first down to 45. Moves forward to almost the 50-yard line. Keeps the chains going, but now no timeout. Elba's really going to have to hurry it up. Yeah, it's almost like a design run, Lance. When he gets that snap, he's got receivers going out. But they're letting the rush get past him, and then he's picking his way to go through. Picks up the first down. Broke a tackle again to make it. They'll call the line of scrimmage to 49 of Elba. As the play clock and the game clock are running, it'll be about two minutes left when they take the snap here as Prince looks to throw. And inside went to Caldwell. Caldwell to the 40. Caldwell goes all the way around to the 35. He moves forward. Now he fumbles the ball. Who's going to get it? Providence is going to get it at the 33-yard line. Is Providence <laughs> a really heady play? But Caldwell just uh, nothing forced that one. Right. He just decided to change hands, uh, which may have been the right thing, but could not get a handle on the ball. It falls to the 24. Three eagles there to fall on it, and here is another turnover. Here's the thing. Fullbacks are not used to running with it a lot, and I was about to say if they could get in there and try to pop it out, but they didn't have to. It was a good in route, and it was caught by Caldwell, and he came all the way across the field, and I believe he wanted to transfer the ball from his left to his right hand, which is what you're supposed exactly. to do. Exactly. You want to get it on your outside arm. But he just couldn't make the exchange. It fell on the ground, and the eagles were there. 151 left to go. First and 10 on the... 23, Providence is on 23. Here's Smith. Smith takes the handoff. He's dropping back. He's got some pressure. He rolls to his right. He throws. It's short, but he does get rid of it. Grant Weatherford, the intended receiver. Yeah, but it stops the clock, and you didn't want that to happen. This is true. Well, well maybe it doesn't stop the clock. Actually, the clock is continuing to run. 
135, 134, 133. Yeah, but doesn't have any timeouts. Crowd, uh, crowd's yelling, and I don't know who it favors to stop the clock, actually, but now it has stopped. 129 left. I think if you're Providence, you want that clock to run. You want to go in with the lead and come back to get the ball in the second half. So about 12, 13 seconds ran off the clock there that should not have, and I don't know if they're going to reset it or not. I'm not sure if anybody caught when it would have, should have been stopped. The play clock has just started, the 40-second play clock, so Jake Smith has plenty of time to get this play in, and it looks like we're going with 129 when this snap occurs. I think if you're Providence, you run the football and just uh, let that clock run. 13-8, to eight, Providence leads. Been an entertaining first half. Second and ten, here is Smith. He's going to pitch that wide to Weatherford again, and he gets nailed right when he gets the ball. Good for him to hold on to it. Yeah. It'll be a loss of about seven or eight yards. That pitch had a lot of air under it. He's lucky that he was able to hold on to it and not fumble it. That's a high-risk, high-reward yeah, play. Really and holding a 13-8 lead with about a minute and a half left inside your own 20 is very high-risk. Uh, well, I think the spacing one good. I think Weatherford got way out further than they were expecting to be, or Smith was, when he pitched it. It's going to be a loss of about five. We're under a minute now. Elba can't stop the clock. So if Providence wants to, it can take this snap with about 40 seconds left in the first half. They'll go ahead and run a play. It's going to be Smith calling his own number. He's going to try to get outside. There's a hole that, that it was. <laughs> it, was yeah. it was about a 15-yard hole. And I don't mean what they're going to mark it off. I mean, he was holding for about 15 yards there. Uh, he got his money's worth on that one. Smith runs was, out of bounds. I think that was Jeter holding. <laughs> Smith runs out of bounds at about the 22. But that's the worst thing that could exactly. happen. That stops the clock. Exactly. Uh, it just That play wasn't going to go anywhere. And the clock is stopped now with 41.4 seconds. Well, I say that. If they take the penalty, they're going to get another third down. Yeah, they can run another play. They decline that penalty, I think. I would would think so. Make it fourth down, make them punt. It appears they did not decline it. They're going to run. uh, Well, that's a head scratcher there. Yeah, that'll bring the ball back to the nine. But, again. You can run one play and now run the clock out. Exactly. Elba has no way of stopping the clock. They've used all their timeouts. Now they have to find the penalty. Yeah, okay, Okay. here we go. All right, that was the right thing to do. And now they have to find the right line of scrimmage. It's the 23. That makes it fourth and about 12 or 13 for Providence. Now Providence has to punt the football. Let's see what uh, Elba's going to do as far as trying to maybe set up a run at here. Providence is going to call a timeout and talk about this as to what they want to do on this punt because it is a very uh, pivotal point here. You don't want to give Elba any momentum. You played really well for the most part here in this first half, and uh, there's some dangerous folks on the Elba team that really have got the ability to take this one back. So if you're Jake Smith, you got to first make sure you get the punt off. If you're trying to directionally punt it, you make sure you punt that away from from the Elba uh, receiver. And so there's a lot to talk about here. Yeah, I think if he can do it, he needs to try to rugby style it and just end over end and see if he can't get a roll on that thing. I don't know if he does that or not. I know he does a straight kick, the traditional way that the punter punts it. He got off a pretty good punt earlier in the game. Yeah. Good spiral. And we'll see what uh, Coach Kenny Keith wants to do here. The ball is at the 23-yard line. So... A pretty good punt would put it inside Elba uh, territory, but not far. So, And if you're Elba, do you come after him? Or do you set up a return? That's a big question. Right now, Jacques Prince is the only deep man 
for Elba as Jake Smith comes back out to execute this punt. It looks like they're, well, they don't have 10 men right up in the line of scrimmage. They've got nine, though. Here's Prince. The punt has gotten away, and it's very high and very, uh, yes, it's going to fall forward, though. It's going to be a good, good roll almost to midfield, and it takes some time off the clock as well. So it falls dead at the 49-yard line of Providence, 31.2 seconds left in this first half, elbow with the ball and no timeout. If you're Providence, you've got to watch out for trick plays. They've shown they've got some plays up their sleeve. Yeah, I think you want to put about three deep there. Uh, yeah, they, they've got to score a touchdown, yeah, you would think. You just say, whatever you do, don't let anybody behind you. Been a fun first half. It really has. A lot went on for just the three scores. The ball's been on the ground a lot. There's been interception. There's been some uh, trickeration. A lot of stuff going on here. They're going to spread it out his elbow. One wide to the left, two to the right. Prince and Harrison in the backfield. Snap will go to Prince. Prince is going to move forward and get sacked. He's going to get sacked at the 47, and that may do it. Uh, yeah, I think so. And that was a design run. He was not going to throw that one at all. Uh, could there be another Jonathan Wells sighting here? I believe there could be. Uh, Colin Harris also in there. Great play by the uh, Providence defense in not letting Prince get going there, and that's going to be the last play of an entertaining first half. Elbow will take it on into the locker room, as will Providence. Momentum swings. A whole lot happened there in the first half, but as they take him to the locker room, the Eagles lead Elba 13-8. We will take a three-minute break, and when we come back, we'll try to recap it for you right here on the ball. Huggin' Molly's Restaurant in downtown Abbeville is serving up cool treats from an old-fashioned soda fountain, plus a delicious variety of fan favorites for lunch and dinner. So go see them for good food, plus a trip down memory lane, thanks to their nostalgic memorabilia and decor. Open for dine-in or takeout, 11 to 2, Monday through Saturday, and 5 to 8 on Friday and Saturday nights. Huggin' Molly's, 129 Kirkland Street, Abbeville. Like them on Facebook or go to HugginMolly's.com to find out their new menu items. Voted best security service in the Wiregrass for 2020, Harris Security Systems has provided security services to Alabama, Florida, and Georgia for almost 30 years. Harris Security is a locally owned security company dedicated to developing secure solutions to effectively meet the needs of their clients. They offer solutions for residents, commercial, industrial, education, and government customers. Call them today or visit them at harrissecurity.com to assist you in finding a solution to fit your security needs. From humble beginnings and 40 years later, Mark Dunning Industries has grown their business to operating in nine states, building their business on same-day service, no hidden fees, and you don't get pushed off to a switchboard. Even after all these years, one call takes care of all that garbage. At MDI, we're proud to be dedicated to service, devoted to green. Welcome to Action of Dothan, your Buick and GMC dealership of the Southeast. We have a Buick or GMC to fit your lifestyle. The next generation GMC Sierra with the world's first multifunction tailgate. The Buick Enclave, delivering the perfect blend of power, efficiency, and responsiveness. Come visit and shop with us at Action of Dothan to find your next new Buick or GMC. Are you ready for action? Action Buick GMC. Life is full of things that are just better not to touch. Aww. 
Nice doggy. Oh, that's my arm. Ah, oh, stop. No, 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 no. Introducing the Kohler Touchless Toilet, the no-touch flush for your home. Just hold your hand over the tank to activate. No handle to touch means fewer germs to pick up or leave behind. Come see the Kohler Touchless Toilet at Lewis Smith Supply, Dothan, and Enterprise. A community is about people. Since 1906, Troy Bank & Trust has enjoyed a proud history and a foundation rooted in serving and helping people throughout our Wiregrass community. Coming soon, Dothan TBNT will be opening its second location in the Circle City to better serve you. Troy Bank & Trust is a proud sponsor of high school football on the ball. And we'd like to wish everyone good luck tonight. Troy Bank & Trust, working every day to become the only bank you'll ever need. Member FDIC. You're on the ball. W-O-O-F, W-2618-T, W-296-DQ, Dothan. Welcome back here to Macwood Stadium. It is 13-8 at halftime. Providence leads Elba, and it's been a very entertaining half. We thought that uh, we were going to see a pretty high-scoring game. There were three scores in the first quarter. It started very well for Providence. Gus Goldsboro uh, scores on a one-yard run set up by a Providence fumble recovery. That made it 7 to nothing. 8.26 left to go in the first quarter. Goldsboro got free again uh, about a minute and a half later on a 52-yard run. That was set up on an onside kick that was recovered by uh, Providence. That made it 13 to nothing. 7.02 left to go in the first quarter. Elba answered on a very, very well-designed play. Cristal Caldwell, 40-yard run with just eight seconds left in the first quarter. That made it 13 to eight. Ball went back and forth in the second quarter, but no scoring. That's how it ended. So a lot of momentum swings in that yeah, first half. It kind of bogged down there in that second quarter. You're right. Providence got off to that fast start, got that turnover, the fumble, and then created the turnover with the onside kick. If you're Kenny Keith, you've got to be pleased that you've uh, got the 13 points, but you've also held Elba's offense only eight points. So you've got to feel good going in the locker room. You're going to get the ball to start the second half, and he's just going to say, boys, let's settle down and run our offense and see if we can't put some points on the board. I think if you had told Kenny Keith that he would have a lead going into the half, he would have taken that. But also, I'm sure he's saying, guys, we could easily be up 20 to 8. They really could. A fumble on the two-yard line rolls into the end zone as, as uh, Providence had a first and goal fairly late in the second quarter. Elba recovered in the end zone to thwart that scoring opportunity. You just got to put that behind you. That's right. You just got to come out and play the second half. The first half's over. Don't let that affect you. Play the second half and uh, get on the scoreboard as quickly as you can with that first possession and uh, see if you can't stretch that lead. If they can keep it a two-score lead, which is a one-score lead now, not even one score on a touchdown, I mean, the Elba would take the lead. But if you can get get it out there where you can keep a two-score lead, then you can make Elba chase you a little bit, and uh, good things can start happening. Providence has, for the most part, handled the unorthodox offense of Elba pretty well. It's based a lot on misdirection. It fooled Providence once for that Caldwell touchdown run, but for the most part, uh, Elba's had a few hiccups with it, uh, some turnovers. Uh, they've had some penalties, uh, pre-snap. They haven't run it as smoothly as I think they would like to have run it, but you got to be pleased if you're Providence about how well you defended it. Absolutely. They, did. they gave up the one big run, and that's what they got to make sure they don't give up the big play, the explosive run. They've done a nice job of not doing that. And so, uh, 
you know, it's just the offenses are a lot alike. Elba's offenses are a lot like Providence. They just don't have a quarterback. They just snap it straight to the running back. So Providence sees that a lot in practice. You just got to be disciplined, follow your keys, and get to the football and not worry about playing somebody else's position. You got to play your own position and not worry about somebody else's. Meanwhile, on offense, Providence has mostly gone with Gus Goldsboro at running back. We typically see a split there with Christian Durden, but he's been battling a knee most of the season. Uh, I think he was in there for one possession. Of course, he's been playing defense as well. As a matter of fact, he had to go out of the game for a play because the uh, officials said that he didn't have his brace on correctly, I suppose. But uh, we've seen Goldsboro. We've seen Smith call his own number a little bit. We saw a couple of completions early in the game. They didn't go so much to that later on. But, again, as we said, it's probably going to take into the 20s to win the ball game. I think that is probably still a true statement as we get ready for the second half a little bit later on. Well, Goldsboro was able to find uh, uh, Weatherford in the flat on a nice throw. He set his feet. He got it out to him. Then the screen pass. They had the screen pass early on. He just overthrew it on that first drive. Didn't a little, little anxious on that when he gets set but able to come back and run it again. So that's all he's got to do, just throw just enough to keep that Elba defense back. Grant Weatherford got some yards on an inside handoff early in the first quarter, and then they ran a play to him twice, one with great success where he comes across in motion, and they pitch to him very wide. It's a it's a pitch that travels seven, eight yards in the air. It's, it's almost a 10-yard pitch. Yeah. And when you're pitching it the way he is, and that's pitching it underhanded up, it's hard to get it out there. You almost got to pitch it like a uh, – like an option piece if you can get that far out. Right. And it worked the first time as Weatherford was able to get the edge and get a lot of yards there. The second time he was met at the backfield, lucky to hold on to the ball. So um, we'll see probably more of the same for both teams. There, uh, I don't see them changing anything radically. I know Elba would like to execute better, but uh, Providence just wants to take advantage of the opportunities that they've got. Absolutely. And uh, got to be a clean turn. Clean second half, though, for problems. They can't keep turning the ball over. They've done a pretty good job of not getting penalties, uh-huh. but got to make sure you're not turning it over. Really good halftime performance here from the Elba band. They're doing a very good job in entertaining the home crowd. Always good to see that. I don't think the Providence band traveled no. uh, tonight, as that is the case with a lot of um, high school football games where the band, the visiting band, does not travel, travel but Elba's doing a great job. Very good to see. We will take a break when we come back. Some high school football scores from around the Wiregrass right after this three-minute timeout right here on the ball. Hello, this is Boyd Clark from DSI Security Services. My grandfather started our business with a handshake in 1969, right here in Dothan, Alabama. Since our humble beginning, we have grown to service clients throughout the United States. We employ over 4,000 security professionals and provide all types of security solutions. From a security officer for your business to integration for your home, we have you covered. DSI is a proud supporter of high school sports in our local community. For more info, go to DSISecurity.com. Alabama license number 102. Is it really possible to get the results of your mammogram on the same day as you have your mammogram? Yes, ma'am. You bet it is when you choose Southeast Health, the region's leading cancer health care team, where in most cases, you'll have your answers on the same day as your test. Just call 334-793-8006 and say, yes, ma'am, I want my mammogram. From Southeast Health, always the right direction. 
Plumbing and electrical issues in your home are common occurrences. From leaky faucets, stopped up drains to faulty wiring, your next step should be to call Vincent Plumbing and Electric. Open 24-7 for daily repair or emergency after-hour situations. You can rest assured you'll receive the most experienced and best warranty in the industry. Count on the professionals at Vincent Plumbing and Electric. Make the right call today. Do you have the receipts all in one place? I sure do. I'm about to add them to our All In 2 Finances Budget Tracking Sheet. All In Credit Union is making it easy for us to improve our finances with the All In 2 Finances Challenge. And we can earn cash and prizes all while following the five families competing to win $10,000. Our kids are all in for a treat when they see how this program has helped us increase savings, reduce debt, and improve our credit score. New car. Here we come. Maybe even a new house. And we know who will get to do the financing for both All In Credit Union. Visit allincu.com slash finances for details. Federally insured by NCUA. Huggin' Molly's Restaurant in downtown Abbeville is serving up cool treats from an old-fashioned soda fountain, plus a delicious variety of fan favorites for lunch and dinner. So go see them for good food, plus a trip down memory lane, thanks to their nostalgic memorabilia and decor. Open for dine-in or takeout, 11 to 2, Monday through Saturday, and 5 to 8 on Friday and Saturday nights. Huggin' Molly's, 129 Kirkland Street, Abbeville. Like them on Facebook or go to HugginMolly's.com to find out their new menu items. Welcome back to Mac Woods Stadium. We're seeing the finale of a very entertaining halftime show here by the Elba Band. Uh, God bless the USA as the crowd is on its feet. We've got the American flag in the background that is waving and a very good job. We've even got some fireworks over here on the far side of Maxwood Stadium. I, I don't know that I've ever seen a halftime show like that. I haven't. We started out with Ice Ice Baby, a uh, little little rap from the 80s. We had, uh, I think we had uh, Axel F, which was the Beverly Hills cop theme. We had uh, maybe even a nursery rhyme. Yes, we did. Um, and then we finished with God Bless the USA. It was very entertaining. Something for everybody in that one. Very, very true. Uh, it's an entertaining game in Cottonwood as well as Northside Methodist leads Cottonwood 23 to 20. The last score we had there uh, was uh, just before the half. Uh, that's been uh, an entertaining one all the way through. As we said, I think the first two runs for Casey Eubanks, the Northside Methodist quarterback, two carries, 146 yards. One game we're not going to be able to tell you about tonight, Mark, is Dothan and Cairo. As yeah. that game got canceled earlier today to a positive COVID test involving Cairo. So Dothan was actually scrambling for a game, trying to find one at the last minute for tomorrow. I don't know if they were ever able to do that. The last I saw, they had not, but you're right. That's, uh, that's a huge blow because Dothan lost two games early in the season because they had some positive COVID. Yeah. And so they were late getting started, and now they're losing this one because of Cairo. It was homecoming, too. That's a, that's a shame all over. Uh, we'll give you uh, the scores that we have. It's kind of sparse tonight. There were several teams already off. We're hoping it's not playing tonight. 
because they're still in isolation due to due to uh, COVID. Wicksburg is who they were supposed to play tonight, so they're out. And then a couple of teams are idle. Uh, one of the games we thought would be pretty good, and it looks like it, it is, right near the half, Dale County 18, Headland 12. Uh, Dale County off to a, to a pretty good start, and Headland is capable. They haven't gotten the yeah. start that they wanted. Yeah, they're winless, so I'm yeah. a little bit surprised at that. At the half, Enterprise leads Carroll 14-7. to That was a game that was put together just in the last yeah. couple of weeks because some games had fallen and by the way. That's what, a 7A versus a 5A, 5A I believe. Uh, so that is uh, that's impressive. Let's see, um, Houston County uh, coming off a win in a Saturday game leads Ashford six to nothing at the half. Uh, so Ashford, that, another winless team in the wild. I did not expect this. Uh, if you were going to ask me what the halftime score would have been between Geneva and Geneva County, I probably would have said 31-28, something like Scoreless? that. Six to six. Six to six. <laughs> uh, six to six at halftime. Uh, we there maybe the the star running back for Geneva County, Emmanuel Henderson, may not be 100. percent I don't even know if he's participating tonight. We don't know that, but uh, six to six is the score there. Uh, let's see. Tight Lib is trailing Chambers 22 to seven, and that's uh, the that's last score we had there. Was two top ten teams very in the much so. uh, That was quite a while ago when we got that score into the first down in Florida. Chipley leads Bluntstown 21 to 20, and that sounds like that's a very entertaining game as well. Uh, let's see. Unfortunately, one of us forgot their phone over here, <laughs> so you're having to do all the chores. <laughs> Strong uh, leads up 14 to nothing. That was a second quarter score that we have in that one. I don't know a lot about Strong. I know Ops put together a pretty good team. We'll yeah. see Op next week. As a matter of fact, Providence will travel to Op next week and. That game will be played there in Covington County. So those are the scores that we have right now. But it's just something that we have to get used to, Mark, and that we'll have some games that were supposed to take place that won't. Try some games like Enterprise and Carroll that kind of got thrown together. And uh, that's why a lot of teams did senior night, their first game out. Yeah, some of them did homecoming early on. That's just where we are. So if we have some other scores come our way, we'll be happy to pass them along to you. This one is still at halftime, and Providence leads Elba 13-8. to We will take a three-minute break, come back, talk to you, talk to you, talk to you about what's coming up tomorrow right after this. Harris Security Systems is the Wiregrass's largest independent and locally owned security company for almost 30 years. To stay number one, Harris Security Systems employs the best local people to ensure your personal property and business is secure day and night. Give their customer service friendly sales and technical team a call consisting of Brian Hatton, Steve McClain, and Charlie Powell. Call 334-794-0079. That's Harris Security Systems, serving Alabama, Georgia, and the Florida Panhandle. 334-794-0079. At MD Eyewear, proud to be dedicated to service, devoted to green. They're locally owned and family operated, but they're also a major player in the national solid waste and recycling industry. A lot of people over the past 40 years have realized one call takes care of all that garbage. MarkDunning.com on Facebook and Insta. At MD Eyewear, proud to be dedicated to service, devoted to green. 
Welcome to Action of Dothan, your Buick and GMC dealership of the Southeast. We have a Buick or GMC to fit your lifestyle. The next generation GMC Sierra with the world's first multifunction tailgate. The Buick Enclave, delivering the perfect blend of power, efficiency, and responsiveness. Come visit and shop with us at Action of Dothan to find your next new Buick or GMC. Are you ready for action? Action Buick GMC. Uncover a wealth of possibilities with the Artifacts Faucet and Accessory Collection by Kohler. Artifacts features a variety of spouts, handles, and finishes you can combine any way you like to create a look all your own. Each piece in this collection by Kohler is like a vintage treasure. In your hands, Artifacts completes the look of a room or becomes the centerpiece to build an entire room around. Come see Artifacts at Lewis Smith Supply, Dothan and Enterprise. A community is about people. Since 1906, Troy Bank & Trust has enjoyed a proud history and a foundation rooted in serving and helping people throughout our Wiregrass community. Coming soon, Dothan TBNT will be opening its second location in the Circle City to better serve you. Troy Bank & Trust is a proud sponsor of high school football on the ball. And we'd like to wish everyone good luck tonight. Troy Bank & Trust, working every day to become the only bank you'll ever need. Member FDIC. Hello, this is Boyd Clark from DSI Security Services. My grandfather started our business with a handshake in 1969, right here in Dothan, Alabama. Since our humble beginning, we have grown to service clients throughout the United States. We employ over 4,000 security professionals and provide all types of security solutions. From a security officer for your business to integration for your home, we have you covered. DSI is a proud supporter of high school sports in our local community. For more info, go to dsisecurity.com. Alabama license number 102. Welcome back to Macklewood Stadium, home of the Elba High Tigers. It is halftime, just a few minutes before the start of the third quarter. Providence leads Elba 13-8. And we'd like to thank Elba High School, the administration here at Elba, for being gracious host for uh, the ball here tonight to be able to broadcast this game. They got us in a nice perch. And uh, they're, they're used to doing football at a high level here, Mark. And uh, it's just a fun, fun place to be. It really is. It's a great stadium, a good crowd here for Elba. And uh, like we said, a lot of tradition here. A lot of state championship teams here from Elba. Mark, this is the first broadcast. We're halfway through the high school football season. This is the first broadcast we've been able to talk about SEC football coming up the next day. We have seven games that, cross your fingers, will take place tomorrow. And well, it's been a long time coming. It really has. It's, uh, we didn't know if we'd ever get here, but we're here. And now finally we get some, some SEC football going. I hope so. Uh, you know, you never know. But right now it looks like uh, we'll get uh, seven games tomorrow, uh, starting off or right off the bat and what I think is the marquee game of the of the day in Auburn and Kentucky. That's an SEC Network 11 o'clock game. Auburn's seven-and-a-half, eight-point favorite, but a lot of people have Auburn on upset alert tomorrow. Yeah, that's a, that's a scary offense that Kentucky runs. They've got a lot of athleticism over there. And uh, being the first game out, you just – tough team to play and you're right that's the marquee game i'm surprised it's an 11 o'clock kickoff don't know who that's an advantage to if either team not we auburn sometimes has a little bit of history of playing some flat 11 o'clock games uh maybe those are the ones that just stand out to us because we remember them uh but uh you know i think a lot of auburn fans are kind of rolling their eyes about that 11 o'clock kick and i totally understand that it's not a home field advantage like it would normally be for Auburn. that's right 
17,500 fans, I believe, is what they'll be able to put in there. I'm sure they'll still get pretty loud and, and rowdy, but 11 o'clock. But there's an advantage to playing in your stadium. It's a familiar place to you. You do your scrimmaging up there, so you're used to playing without a lot of people in the stands in there. Yeah, and that's all, all very true. We'll get to see what we believe will be a different Auburn offense under offensive coordinator Chad Morris. It will be his first time out running what we believe running will be the Auburn offense, and we just kind of say that a little tongue-in-cheek because this is about the third time now we've heard Gus Malzahn say he's turning over the reins of his offense to a coordinator. Uh, you know, we, we think this may be the time we don't get the football pulled out from under us as we get ready to kick the field goal. <laughs> let, let me give you this analogy. Remember the Tootsie Pop commercial where he takes it to the aisle and says how many, how many? and it's five because he bites it? <laughs> how many plays will it take before Gus Malzahn takes over the play call? Yeah, we all laugh about that, and we're, we're joking around that if Chad Morris really wanted to convince us that this is his offense, he'll throw to the tight end on the first play. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, then we'll, then we'll all be convinced it's his for at least one play, but that game is 11 o'clock, SEC Network. The same time ESPN should be an entertaining, fun game, 11 o'clock is Florida and Ole Miss, and uh, Florida's a two-touchdown favorite in this game. We think they, I think, they can handle this one pretty well, but you never know what Lane Kiffin no. has up his sleeve. You're exactly right. Lane Kiffin will have some trickeration, I believe, off the bat, and, uh, you know, he's been a lot more quieter this year. They're giving interviews and not saying outrageous things like you're used to him saying, so uh, I think he's, he's trying to play this one close to the best. I agree. Uh, 2.30 kickoff on CBS at LSU Mississippi State, and then 6 o'clock is Alabama-Missouri. Alabama's 28-point favorite in that game, and not a lot of people are expecting much of a game there, but you always want to see what uh, what Alabama's going to look like in that opener. Exactly, and uh, you're right. I think uh, if, if Alabama doesn't come out flat, which they shouldn't, then that one should be put away pretty quickly. We would think so. Uh, maybe get to see the hot shot quarterback in Bryce Young late in that if it's a blowout. Uh, what the rotation looks like at running back. There's a lot of reasons to, to tune into that game. And also, it's going to be the lead-in, 9-15 kickoff, Troy and BYU out in Provo. And Troy looked impressive against Middle Tennessee, and we know that Middle Tennessee is not BYU. But uh, Troy goes in a two-touchdown underdog, and they've beaten teams that had uh, bigger point spreads before. Well, I think their defense looked a lot better against Middle Tennessee. Again, I'm not sure what kind of parameter that or barometer that is because I'm not sure how good Middle Tennessee is. But at least they look better defensively than they did last year. And we've always known they can score some points. So you never know. A turnover here and there, and that might give them a upset victory out there at Provo. Very well could. So a nice full day. You can watch uh, good football from 11 a.m. to midnight if you want to, and that's the first time we've been able to say that this season. 9 o'clock is getting a little late, though, for me to be watching a football game. I'd have to take a little uh, power little, nap during the day. Some, yeah, I think that, that may be the between, thing to do. Between the Auburn and the Alabama game, take your little nap <laughs> and then be ready to go. Providence will receive the second half kickoff. We're really excited about the second half. We think it'll be fun. The first half was fun for sure as Jacquez Prince gets ready to boot this one. It's on the ground, takes a little dribble of a bounce, and will fall, be fallen on by Providence at the 41-yard line. That's where the Eagles will take over and start the second half. Gamble did a nice job of getting on that ball. All right, here we go. We saw, the, saw a lot of turnovers in the first half, not a lot of penalties, which was good. Uh, Providence, again, we talked about them needing to take advantage of every opportunity. They took advantage of most of them. They did. Not the fumble in the end zone, of course. They'll spread it out here. We haven't seen that yet. Three wide to the right. Here's Jake Smith. 
He will turn around. He's going to pitch it to Christian Durden. Christian Durden will be met in the backfield. Dragged down, but there's a flag. We'll yeah, see what it holding. is. It may be. It's kind of in the vicinity of that. As the pitch to the right, where all the receivers were lined up, didn't quite materialize. Yeah, that play didn't really have much of a chance from the start because the defensive backs, once they see that ball pitch, they come flying in from the outside. That will be a hold, and so they'll back that up. And this is something I don't know that we saw almost the entire first half was where you saw Providence really, really behind the chain. Yeah, they got to win first down. We said that all the time in the first half. Now they're facing that first and 20. First and 20 from the 32. Uh, I think technically where they're measuring it off would be first and 19. Here's Smith drops straight back, looks for a screen. He's almost intercepted. As he tried to sneak that into Christian Durden, that was a mistake. Yeah, that was a bad decision. He's lucky he's able to live that one. The lineman for off was all over him. Roland Stafford was right there just sort of uh, wearing Durden's jersey. And uh, fortunately, that fell to the ground. Second, Second half is not starting the way Providence really wants it to. No, you're, you're exactly right. Line of scrimmage is the 34-yard line. We'll make it to 33 as Providence is looking to get the play from the sideline and has it now second. And again, yeah. the punt is not the worst play in football, so nope. you just get what you can and then maybe punt the ball out of there. Spreading it out again is Providence. They're going to turn around. It's going to be an option. Smith is going to keep it himself and get outside to the 40, to the 45-yard line. Gets a good chunk of that back, and there's a maybe that a, is that a horse collar maybe? I'm not sure, but it came in late. As, uh, as Smith was dragged down at the 45, and I thought maybe, no, it's going to be a block in the back on Providence. So wipe that play out. Jake Smith had gotten about 12, 13 yards there, uh, maybe a little bit more, but it's going to be an illegal lock in the back on Providence. And all that talk about how cleanly played the first half was two penalties on this yep. opening drive for the Eagles. Down the tubes a little bit. Jake Smith, that was more of a traditional option there as he uh, went all the way to the end with it, had the uh, back trailing the pitch to but cut it up. Made good yardage on it, but comes back on the penalty. This drive began at the 41-yard line of Providence. Now it's back at the 24 of Providence. So it's the second and uh, about uh, Brundage. That play almost had a little bit of a beer look to it, the way he came out with the ball. It is. Still spreading it out this series. Three wide to the left, one to the right. Jake Smith takes the snap, goes straight back. He's got a little bit of time. Now he's getting some pressure, rolls out to his right, looks to run. Now he's going to throw it, throws it a little bit behind Christian Durden, falls in, completed 35. It'll be third and very long. Yeah, once he got off his mark back there in the pocket, he lost his receivers and just tried to uh, squeeze something in there but threw behind him. It looked like they were trying to set up a screen again. It just wasn't there. Probably not the time to get frisky, Mark, on third nah. and forever. I think you just run it and uh, and work to punt it and play some defense. Just an inside handoff, see what you can get, and then punt it out of there. That play went to the far side of the field, so uh, Providence was very late getting back to the huddle. There's eight seconds on the play clock now. I don't know if Jake Smith sees it. Five seconds, four, three, two, one. It is. It's a snap. Grant Weatherford inside handoff. He'll make a man miss. He'll get to the 33, 34-yard line. Uh, not even close to getting back to the original line. It's not, but it's a good play because it gains some yardage. gives a little room to punt the football. Give him a six or seven on that, and uh, that will bring up a punting situation for Jake Smith. Jacquez Smith will go back to receive it. Got to have good coverage on this 
hunt for Providence. They can't let him get loose back there. Got that right. I'm sure they've talked about that all week. A couple of penalties just to torpedo that drive and never got off the ground. Uh, low snap, but Smith has it. He's going to punt it right to Smith. It's going to bounce in front of him, and he's going to let it bounce. It's going to get a great, great roll. Run. It's going to go almost to the 15-yard line, and that will be very good for Providence. A long punt for Jake Smith, and now Elba will take over at about uh, the 17-yard line, 16, 17-yard line. It's getting a little cheapy out there. You see some extra flicker curricular hitting, Providence can't fall in that trap. They can't let them start let them do that because that'll be 15-yard penalty. First and 10, Elba from the 17-yard line. If you've been listening in the first half, Elba runs a sort of an unorthodox offense where they put a fullback up just right near the line of scrimmage, and there are two men back that can take the snap, either one of them, Colin Harrison or Jacquez Prince. We've seen either one taking its share of snaps tonight. Here is what looks like Harrison. He's going to just uh, come right off the right end and get about uh, five, six yards maybe. It'll be second and about five. Yeah, just a physical straight-ahead run. Just I'm coming at you. Catch, tackle me if you can. They'll put the line of scrimmage at the 23. So that was a gain of about six. We'll call it second and four. Nice. And I think Gabba's going to try to be real physical this second half and just run straight at five and try to wear him down a little bit. Here is Prince and Harrison in the backfield looking to the sideline to get the play. 17 seconds on the play clock. We've just started the second the second half. Providence leads 13-8. to eight. Held his first offensive possession. Here's the snap. That looks like Prince right up the middle. It's Harrison to the 31-32 yard line. It'll be a first down for Elba. Yeah, just moving the change. It's straight up the middle. Yep. Providence has got to plug those holes up. First, uh, first play was Harrison going just off right tackle, and the second one was Harrison just going straight up the middle, and it resulted in an open first down. The defensive linemen have got to get penetration and get him uh, slowed down a little bit so the linebackers can clean it up. Two wide to the left for Elba. Here is the snap. It's going to be Harrison again. He's going to make a man miss the line of scrimmage, and Get uh, get a weave, a weave through a hole there to the 39-yard line. Gain of about the six. Yeah, just straight ahead. Power football. We'll give him seven on it. It'll be second and three from the 39-yard line. Again, problems. We've got to get penetration and reestablish that line. The linebackers aren't big enough to be able to fill those holes and stop him cold. The linemen have got to get hands on him. Looks like. Um, Prince calling the signals here, but the ball could either go to he or Harrison. Snap, and there's movement. And who moved? I think uh, I think Elba cajoled and, and uh, tricked uh, Providence into moving there. We'll see if that's at least what Providence. No, it's actually, I think it's going to be on uh, Elba. Elba. Yeah. Yep. We Elba Providence immediately pointed to an Elba yeah. player when they came across. Elba does a very theatrical set when they come set, and that made Providence move and jump off sides in the first half. Now they're saying that uh, Elba actually was set and moved, and that was the infraction. So instead of second and three, it's second and eight. Yeah, that really helps Providence defense. It does. Ball is back to the 34-yard line. Prince to the right, Harrison to the left in the backfield. Crystal Caldwell, the big fullback, offset right. It's going to be 
Harrison. He's going to go to his right. He's going to get probably that five back, although there's a flag. Let's see if that's going to be a hold. Yeah, maybe on a hold. Looks like the officials are calling pretty tight in the second half. Yeah, if so, that'll be four penalties in the first two possessions. It is a hold on Elba, so that'll back the Tigers up even more. So we saw Providence go back on its first possession. Elba's gone back on its first possession. Kind of gets Elba out of their comfort zone yeah. this far. Now they're going to think about throwing the football. 26-yard line is the line of scrimmage now. It's second and about 14 for the Tigers. We did see Elba throw the ball a little bit, but it was basically – uh, a quick snap and just a very quick throw into the flat. Well, we they had the one long pass to Caldwell that he dropped. Yep, they did, and it was right in his red basket, and they did have a hook and ladder that uh, was successful in the first half as well. Here's the play. It looks like uh, Harrison, and he's going to get maybe uh, three yards there, but that's about it. That'll bring up third and long for Elba. Nice defensive play by Harrison Mims. He was able to get in there and make the tackle. Line of scrimmage is the 29. We'll call it third and 12, maybe 13. So big third down play here for the Providence defense. They're getting a little bit tired. Elba's leaning on them a little bit in that offensive line. Providence had third and 20-something on its offense possession. It chose to just uh, let discretion be the better part of Valor and ran it up the middle. Let's see if Elba tries to actually gain the first down here or just runs it into the pile itself. They're going to come out with a tight formation. Harrison to the right. Prince to the left. Snap goes to Prince. He looks to throw. He's going to roll to his right. Looking. He throws it up the bill. He's looking for Caldwell. Is Caldwell going to catch it at the 44? He does. Just now Caldwell. Yes. Nice slide and catch. When you see Harrison, uh, when you see Prince get ready to release the ball, you don't think that it's going to go where he wants it to go, and he's been pretty on the money with it. He really has. It was and it wasn't bad coverage by no, Providence. It wasn't. So that'll give uh, Elba a first down, really big pickup there for the Tigers at the Providence 46-yard line. I think Weatherford just didn't get his head around quick enough to see where the ball was. Here is the snap for Elba going to go to Prince, I believe. I can't tell if that's Prince or, or Harrison, but he'll go and get about three yards, and there's a flag late. It's going to be a face mask. I don't know. It looks like it may be something on Providence. We'll see uh, the Elba, some of the Elba crowd right in front of the play clapped when that flag came out. Uh, sometimes that is in the vicinity of a face looks mask. Like no, it looks like they're going to back it off on Elba. Elba. No, personal no. foul. Yep. It, is, yep. it is a face mask. You're right. Huh. The, the official kind of juked us out, Mark. He was standing in the direction of it, that he was going to mark it off against Elba. And lo and behold, that's a major penalty against Providence, and that will put the ball inside the Providence 30 at the 28-yard line. Yeah, they had Elba third and 12, and now Elba's down deep in their territory, first and 10. Here are the Tigers, two wide to the right. Prince and Harrison in the backfield. It's going to go to Harrison. Harrison off left end. He's got room, 25. 20, inside the 20 to about the 16, 17-yard line is Colin Harrison. We've seen that play about four times. Yeah, just physical football. They're leaning on that defensive line for Providence, we're, knocking them back. Yeah, and we're approaching the midpoint of the third quarter. This quarter has gone by pretty quickly. A lot of defensive players with their hands on their hips for Providence right now. Yeah. Line of scrimmage is for 17, first and 10 for Elba. Trying to get an extra lineman in there is Providence. 
trying to shore up that defensive line. It's like a new player. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah. There's going to be a substitution violation here. Like you're right. Elba ran off a player right at the end, and that means that they had 12 in the huddle. So uh, a lot of penalties on this drive. Harrison may be taking a breather, uh, Colin Harrison. I see Prince out there, and I see Justin Coleman, number 10 for Elba, in the backfield with with uh, Prince. I don't see Harrison right now. Yeah, he's on the sidelines yeah, right now, taking a breather, I suppose. You see some new offensive linemen coming in for Elba. First and 15 from the 23. Here is Coleman. He's going to run off right in. He's going to make one man miss. To the 20, to the 15, there's a flag down inside the 10. Does it go in? Touchdown. Does it go in? He does. There's a flag down. Let's see if that's coming back. I think it's going to come back. Your problem is you hope it comes back. Justin Coleman showing a lot of speed there. He got to the end and just beat everybody at the pylon. The flag is holding on Elba, so wipe out that 23-yard touchdown run for Justin Coleman. And it's going to be first and forever for Elba. Wow, big penalty. That's a tired defense out there for problem. And, and Justin Coleman, very fresh. Very fresh, fresh legs. And it's hard to tackle when your legs are not fresh. Coleman's just a sophomore. And uh, showed a lot of speed there in getting to the end. But all for naught as Elba was holding on the play. That'll bring it all the way back once they mark it off here to the 30-yard line. So it is first and all about 22. I'm not sure I don't line up and run that same play again. Yeah, they've got to get to the eight for a first down here. Five minutes and 22 seconds and moving here in a fast-moving third quarter. Providence leads 13 to eight. Elba's driving. Here is Coleman. Coleman, he'll go left this time and try to get outside. Is there another hold? I didn't see a flag there. He's yeah. going to get inside the 20 for the 17. I saw some Providence player all of a sudden, he was going one direction, all of a sudden he was going in another. Yeah, Weatherford wanted the flag, but I don't think I, I don't see a flag. Nope. Uh, that play will count. That will gain about uh, 12 yards to the 18-yard line, so good pick up there. It's going to be second and 12 from the 18. They've got to get 